0: Um well, hello me, I guess. Um I don't remember I don't remember much. I don't remember um exactly why I created uh, these audio journals diary things um but the reason why I'm dusting it back off uh, is because I've got a real bad case of the suicides and I don't know what to do I just there's nobody in my life who I can talk to about this because or you know like either okay so know in the book the depression cure it kind of talks about like having a list a contact list of people who you can reach out to in like a crisis situation um and then assigning those people like numbers uh, numbers like one through ten um based on their categories of uh, your level of intimacy with that person and the level of availability you have to that person So, I tried to create that list when I was in the hospital. Um, I came up with, like, three names, and then I crossed two of them off, I think. No, maybe four names, and I crossed two of them off? Because the only two people um, who I was like, Oh, I, can, I feel like I would be able to talk to these people when I feel, <clears throat> you know, shitty... Um, oh yeah, didn't I create this before I went into the fucking hospital? Because I went into the fucking mental hospital for like two months. Um, oh, and I'm super cured, by the way, if you can't tell. Anyway, so when I was in the hospital, I tried to create this list of, um, two, I mean, tried, you know, the list was supposed to be like, uh, like 10. And I was like, well, we'll shoot for five. I got to four and then gave up um, and crossed two of them off. Um, uh, either because of availability or intimacy, right? So, um, like, I, you know, I I wrote my sister as a potential, but I don't really have a high degree of intimacy with her, and she's never available. Um, I wrote my friend Christine, uh, down, and, um... Because I have a high level of intimacy with her. I feel comfortable talking to her about these things. Um, But also not available. So I was like, well, you know, that's not not really an option. Um, Because, like, if their availability is just, like, straight up zero, you know. And what I consider available is like would you be able to return my message or text message or call or whatever within 24 hours um and you know the you know any anytime that i've messaged either of those people it's there's always like a, at least a 24-hour turnaround so um that there and i really don't want to be like upset more each time they, you know, I selected them, and, uh, you know, anyway, and neither of them messaged me back, so, but I have two other people, um, you know, uh, my brother, and uh, my uh, girlfriend, who are high on the list, like, obviously, 10 out of 10 intimacy, i talk to them about anything, and uh, my brother has you know, 10 out of 10 availability, because I fucking live with him, um, right now, and, uh, which he didn't, I didn't, you know, when I didn't live with him before, when I was trying to make this list, he was still, you know, pretty available, because I at least know his schedule, Uh. but now I sit three feet away from him, from nine to five, you know, not even three feet, um, we could bump elbows if we wanted, but we don't want it, okay, So, um, yeah, uh, so I could talk to those two, however, um, those are the two people, uh, who are, who have the, uh, because they have the highest level of intimacy, um, they have both Uh, talk to me basically on the same day that I have tried to kill myself in two different occasions for each of them, right? So, um, and they get very uh, stressed out and anxious when I, of course, start to talk about my suicidal ideation again. Um, But I don't know who to talk to. Uh, Like, I don't have anyone that I can talk to about this. I don't, I'm not going to, um, you know, call a hotline because that's, Yeah, it might be 10 out of 10 availability, but it's zero out of 10 intimacy. And you want me to get really frustrated really soon and get really, like, you want my everything to get so much uh, more worse and complicated for me emotionally? Uh, Have some fucking stranger just recite banal platitudes across the telephone line to me and I'll fucking kill myself on the goddamn phone with them, okay? Um, so no, I'm not going to call them. i not interested in calling my case manager, Dan, who I've not spoken with because he doesn't use email apparently. And you're like, oh, why would you, why would him not responding to email stop you from speaking with him yet? Wouldn't he just call you? Yeah. But I don't have his number in my phone. So my phone automatically silences it every time he calls, and then I hear his voice message. And his voice message is so clear that he didn't listen to my outgoing voice message, which is, hi, please email me or text me. Um, I can't answer my phone very often and what he said instead was some he said something in his voicemail about like being about me having i don't know being hard to get on the phone or something and was like what the fuck dude like also i've told multiple people in your organization to fucking email me and uh, one person who was like the employment specialist who kept calling and leaving voicemails for me um uh, finally just text me just straight up text me from her uh, cell phone and was like hey can you, you know you give me a call back or whatever and I was like sure what number do you want me to give you a call back at I, I can I take a break at like two you know and I talked to her and we had a great conversation she you know my goal is to get any person that I talk to in like a customer service environment to laugh at least once you know um, so on a day like today where I was like very productive but like spitefully so like spitefully productive like i called i made a dentist appointment i made a primary care uh, appointment i spoke with my short-term disability people to try to get the hospital that i went to to supply the fucking medical records to the short-term disability insurance company so i can get paid for the two months I was locked up Um, and I had been you know I'd been discharged since like fucking uh, August 13th or some shit I can't remember the exact day Um, but I've been dealing with this thing with the hospital not returning my uh, messages and shit Um, and I've been calling and anyway it doesn't fucking matter so like Maybe I should just go in there fucking lobby and shoot myself in the goddamn head. Um, which is where we're going right now, uh, coincidentally. I don't have anyone to talk to about this and I'm really upsetting spaghetti. So um, yeah, I was figured, maybe I'll talk it out. I'm also, of course, you know, I'm taking a walk uh, in, it's like 64 degrees uh, Fahrenheit right now, which oh, is like absolutely perfect for my uh, comfort level, right? Like I'm in, I'm in jeans and a t-shirt and, um, and this is perfect. Like if I were wearing a jacket, it would be too warm or a sweater or any, or even long sleeves might be okay. But uh, this is perfect for me. So I'm doing what I like to do, which is walking, uh, walking around. A city at night. Well, this is not our city. This is Cave Creek. So this this is a form of attempted suicide just because this is not, like, the safest... I mean, you know, it's not... I've been in worse. Um, yeah, so I was... So I'm taking a walk uh, because what I wanted to do after my class and before my class of teaching. I teach an acting class on Wednesdays to kids. They're like middle school age. Anyway, I mean I love teaching and I love like you know my students over my you know 15 years of teaching. Uh, So like that's my depression is not related to them um, or like my my current mood is not at all related to my students. Um, the only way that that might be the case would be is if... Um, sorry, I'm just trying to have to navigate some traffic. Um, it would, my only negative feeling towards them is that I'm failing them because I'm a shitty teacher you know, and that anyone else should teach them. But as long as I'm here taking up the spot of teaching them, they're never going to get a better teacher, right? So yeah, I wanna kill myself because they'll get a better teacher. You know, my girlfriend will get a better partner. I don't know, my brother will forget about me uh, quickly. Um, And uh, you know, and my sister and my dad would be like, who? So um, what I wanted to do was go to a pawn shop uh, and fill out the application to purchase a firearm and make it sound like it's, you know, uh, depending on the vibe in the pawn shop, you know, I can make it sound like it's, you know, to protect myself against the mobs or if it's to protect myself against the colored people, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's just, it feels like those are the two sides right now. The thugs, right? Like any older white man who calls a group of young uh, mixed race people thugs is like, oh, this is dog whistling, you racist bastard. Um, uh, anyway, so I want to go to the pawn shop, fill out the application, uh, for like whatever the background check, and then I think it's like a couple of days, um, and then I'd be able to purchase the gun. Um, What I would do with it, I don't know, because um, the the gun thing is something I've never really planned for, because I've had like a pretty strict rule against. Like I have this suicide code of ethics thing that will never, I'll never finish. Like I've been like pro-choice when it comes to suicide my whole life, like I'm pro-bodily autonomy. You know, when I was like 15, I was like angsty 15-year-old, and that's kind of who I talk about when I talk about Wario. So Wario is like my inner child who's like a fucking angsty, depressed 15-year-old, and he was this guy who would like, uh, I don't know, like graffiti random like uh, places. You know, like I'd keep like a pen, like a Sharpie or whatever on me. And if I found an opportunity, I would write the word life Uh, L-I-F-E as an acronym so all capital letters and then I'd put a circle around it and a slash through it so it would be like no life, you know it's basically the equivalent of writing my fucking garage band's name my suburban garage band's like title you know, in a bathroom stall (laughs) right, but not that anybody ever you know, asked, because it wasn't really something that I was, like, publicizing, but um, the acronym, you know, just L-I-F-E, just just, for what I feel like life is, which is uh, lingering and futile existence, I know, isn't it such bad, like, emo 15-year-old, like, angsty dude uh, poetry, (laughs) you know, I'm glad, I'm so glad I didn't get that tattooed on me, You know, it's like, you should always kind of wait before you get, you do something. Like, you're going to get a tattoo, or you should wait, like, you know, maybe sleep on it, or you're going to get a divorce, like, maybe, maybe take some time to think about it, but anyway, back to killing myself uh, as soon as possible, and, uh, and completely ignoring all of the irony. Where is this shop? Um, oh, I found, uh... Hold on, was it in Yelp? Where did I find it? I uh man, there are a lot of automotive stores on Cave Creek. Or automotive shops. Um So I just open up Yelp and I type gun. And then something came up oh 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 this is what I, okay. All right, it's still further. It's called Tripwire Tactical. Okay. And I know, I know, don't freak out. They're closed. They're closed right now. I can't do anything, right? There was a reason I chose to to um to walk here instead of drive here cuz they close at 7. I think. And it's you know, 6:57, right? So I could have driven here and acted on some of these plans, but uh, you know, William is still holding on. William is who I call like my non-depressed functioning self. Um, the person who I feel like I used to be able to convince people of. Um, that who I was anyway so yeah but there's essentially uh, so the plan was like William's just like barely holding on and Wario's like let's go to the fucking gun store you know like let's fantasize about this shit Um, that's what Wario sounds like by the way Um, and William was like no 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 you should walk there Um, and Wario's like no drive and then uh, William's like, no, no, just walk. It's nice out. This way you'll have more time uh, while you're walking to research, you know, the process of of where, of researching the process of how this is going to go and maybe trying to solve some of the other items, uh, the outstanding... Uh, issues with the current plan because the current, I mean, I don't really have a plan right now, but I just feel so powerless um, that I don't know what else to do. Um, So yeah, so I'm just gonna look at the gun store. It's not, um, anyway, so I was like, okay, fine. And then Wario is like, all right. Fine, as long as we get to go. Just go now. Like, I didn't even take my socks off when I got inside, you know. I, I mean, took my shoes off because there's carpet, but... Um, I took my shoes off and I just set my stuff down. And I went to the bathroom, turned around, and went... Going for a walk. Don't know where I'm going. Don't know when I'll be back. Peace. And then I left. Um, so... But apparently what William's plan was was to use this walk as an opportunity to, uh, you know, indulge in the marriage of Wayne a little bit, and that's where our third character comes in, and that's Big Willie Style. Big Willie Style only shows up, uh, under the influence, um, of marijuana. I haven't really been under the influence of anything else. I mean, I mean you know, antidepressants, which do nothing, clearly. Um, oh, I don't know what to do about the Suicidal ideation, depression, hopelessness, all this stuff. Like, I feel like, I mean, honestly, I've been, I've been fighting it for so long and nothing's getting better. Anyway, Big Willie Style who definitely needs another hit. Because Wario's coming back. But Big Willie Style can basically, like, smoke out Wario and William, so nothing gets done. Um, but, you know, I'm fun at parties, but I can't remember shit, on top of my normal not being able to remember stuff. Well, there's, like, clearly a car accident, and police this way, so I can see the sign for the gun store, and it's on the other side of the street, and the crash, the car crash, is on this side of the street, and... The nearest crosswalk is back where I came from. Um, So, I guess this ends the adventure here. So, you know, not to be like an actor about it, but to... If I were going to, like, do some character analysis on the three parts of, you know, my personality, which I'm sure there's more, but just these three characters that seem to be constantly uh, fighting for control over the vehicle. You know, I can speak a little bit to their objectives and their tactics and things, right? So William, of course, just wants wants to be productive, wants to be helpful, wants to leave the world better than he found it, right? I want to make a difference. I want to inspire other people to make the world a better place. I want people to Uh, engage with their art on a level that is fulfilling. I want people to know that they are enough and that their existence um, is valid regardless. Hey, there's a spray painted penis on the ground. That's cool. Um, Yeah, so that's like what William wants. Dumb stuff, right? Wario. Oh yeah, and William also wants something to be named after him for some reason. Like he's the one with like legacy problems, right? Like he wants to be remembered. and like appreciated, whatever, so it's dumb. Wario, on the other hand, um, would like to completely erase his entire existence from uh, the world. You know, that's why he changes my uh, passwords and stuff. That's why I couldn't get, that's why another reason why I just couldn't remember how to to get into this account (laughs) Um, as opposed to my other account, and I couldn't remember, like, which email address because I have, like, 14,000, and Wario changed the email address. Anyway, he wants to erase my entire existence. He thinks that the world will be better off if I had never, uh, existed because I was just a a mistake. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I wish that I could, uh, extremely late-term abortion myself. Um... Which, again, because I am pro-choice, I think should be an option. I'm just saying, like, I am malfunctioning, right? I think for the good of the fucking society, for culture, we should fucking weed my shit out of the goddamn gene pool. You know what I'm saying? like? I am the child of drug addicts, this buck can stop here, like you, only you can prevent further depressions and suicides, right? (laughs) That's a, that's not a real statement, that's a joke based off of the only you can prevent forest fires, which puts like an unjust, um, unjust amount of like burden or, or, expectations on, um, whoever that is, um. Whoever Smokey the Bear is talking to at that point, right? Um, only you can prevent forest fires. There's a lot of pressure as opposed to what like PBS does, the public broadcasting like station here in the United States uh, is uh, sponsored by viewers like you, right? It's less pressure. And in a way, it lets me off the hook because I'm like, oh, oh, it's not, it's not sponsored by me. It's people like me. You know, oh, that's fine. They seem like upstanding people. I'm glad that they sponsor, you know. (laughs) Um, (sighs) So, Wario wants to erase uh, everything. He also wants to like, um, he doesn't want to erase everything. Okay, so if we want to get down to like, deep character analysis of Wario's bullshit, he has the same legacy problem as William, really. But the only difference is is that William wants like a statue of himself in a park somewhere, right, which is just fucking ridiculous. Um but Wario wants to erase, you know, uh and wants to be like a William Shakespeare or a Jesus and be like, "Oh my god, did he ever exist? The man, the myth, the legend." You know? So in reality, Wario, you're still a fucking like you still like the same stupid shit that you're giving shit William about. You know what I mean? they are giving William shit about. So, um, yeah. So they're just my like sh- shoulder avatar, angel, good, bad, whatever's. Um, but and uh, well, then Big Willie style, who. Um is like I don't know. I'm not sure what my I'm not sure if this like this marriage wands is not strong or not working, but I mean either I'm gonna either it's not working or I'm about to overcompensate like a motherfucker. Because I still got a real bad case of the suicide's, so which makes me think that you know, either Wario's resisting the medication or uh, Big Willie style really doesn't want to come out to play right now. He's usually only allowed to come out to play after 7 p.m. The rest of that time is supposed to be, like, the morning. Basically I wake up at like, you know, sometime between seven and eight, and then I go for a walk and, you know, I talk to my girlfriend and stuff. Um, and then I try to start work around 8.30, uh, nine o'clock. And that's supposed to be William time you know, like try to do my job and not get fired, which I don't even fucking care about anymore. Because, um, like, if I can't get to, like, if my flight gets canceled on the eleventh, then, like, then you guess guess who's gonna be dead on the twelfth? Okay, like, I can't. I can't. I can't keep doing this. Anyway, so I'm trying to uh, flee to Germany on the. Uh, On the 11th, but with everything that's happening with the um, the you know, new numbers and things like that and we're just kind of bracing for this like second uh, wave or third wave here in America. So we're a little worried that Germany might not let me in. (sighs) But anyway, we'll burn that bridge when we get there. So um big Willy style um is the uh you know, his the entertainer. His primary like objective what he wants is attention from anybody. Good, bad, whatever, right? So Uh, but the reason why Big Willie style gets provoked into, um, existence, into coming uh, out to play, so to speak, is, well, not that you're my acting class, but I'm gonna, you know, um, do we have uh, a conflict of interest between the characters, right? Do they have opposing objectives? And you're like, yeah, Wario wants to die. William wants to stay alive. Okay, interesting. Um, yes, but in order to uh, for to pursue William's like super objectives of of legacy uh, and productivity, uh, he usually needs to be alone. To concentrate and and focus on the work right and in order for wario to uh be self-destructive and plot uh the downfall and get into other mischievous uh fucking things he yes also needs to be alone no i'm not i'm not being really condescending i'm then being fake condescending but there's not much of a difference is there if you don't know me okay do you know what condescending means no that's my favorite like, joke, anytime I'm, anytime I think I'm being accidentally condescending, I go, wait, hold on, do you even know what condescending means, you know, like, I don't, I don't push it that hard, I don't, I don't, uh, act it schmacting, I don't indicate it that, uh, poorly, okay, just doing that because you don't know who I am, um, neither do I, but but neither one of us at least claim to have an idea or a concept to know. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of conflict of interest. Like, they both want to be driving the car, William and Wario, but they want to drive it in different directions. Okay, well, we're, what does Big Willie Style want? Well, he wants attention from people. So. What what's inherent in the search for attention? Not being alone. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. No, I'm again I'm being I'm it's not magic or science or anything. I'm uh like even Big Willie style is is entertainer. Uh you know, I when I used to do stand-up basically, I just become like my stand-up comedy persona. Um Which is interesting, because I never did stand-up comedy high. Um, Like, because I didn't, I never tried uh, drugs or alcohol until I was 30. So... uh, Yeah, so Big Willie Style uh, basically seeks out people. Wants to be around stimuli. You know, walk inside of a store high. Tell a story. Talk to somebody, you know, stream a game. Like, wants to do something to get attention. And uh if he's you know high and he can't get attention, if he's around, um you because there's like nobody around or whatever, um usually just just dissociates, just like zones the fuck out for a little bit. Oh my god, this is the worst. Never buy Evo Lab colors pens or vape cartridges these uh, they're um they're cool looking but it's like you can only use their brand with their battery and i don't remember any of the fucking rules on how to use this battery and i can't tell if it's like working and it has this little air valve thing oh plus the like resin goes up into the mouthpiece and it starts to like come out of the mouthpiece and then it'll get like lint and shit in there, or it'll just like totally seal off the the airflow thing. Anyway, garbo. I'm new at weed, I'm a weedle. I'm a young weedy person. Anyway, so now that I've convinced myself for some reason, Big Willy style who's desperate, he's here. You know. Obviously anytime I get off on a tangent and I start making jokes about anything else. You know it's like I'm around but usually if I think I'm talking to myself like this is the diary then uh, then like Big Willie Styles are not gonna be super interested right because I get to hear my fucking thoughts and voice and shit all the time like it's not um, super fun or um, new novel appealing anything okay um, Some people like look at the the people in a T-Mobile store or whatever, like the workers, and they're just like standing there. It's like people in a mattress shop or like a piano store. It's like, how does this fucking place stay in business? There's never anybody in the store, right? Um, and they're just like sitting there on their phones and stuff. And I think it's a pretty good split of people um, who look at them and go, oh, man, I wish I could stand there and do nothing and get paid. And then there's a group of people, this is me on the side going, what a terrible existence. Um, You know, and I guess that's probably how I feel in my customer support job, you know? Like, I feel bad for them. I would hate to stand there and do nothing but stand in a fishbowl, you know, because it's glass, it's brightly lit glass on all sides. So when it gets dark at 7 o'clock and, you know, you just see two, like, 20-somethings standing and looking at their phones. Because um, no one's in there. It's like a weird, like, human aquarium. Except said it wouldn't be aquarium, cause, or aqua, because it's not water. So it would be like a humerian? <laughs> humerian. Aquarium zoo, human zoo. Anyway, that's an example of big Willis style being back. Because I've convinced myself again. When I was telling that thing, what about whatever I was saying? I'm not going to repeat it because it clearly brought me to a, a bad place. But when I was telling that thing about the differences, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, oh yeah, I am just talking." To myself or whatever like i am like I was like i am now i'm fighting it actively but um uh, and then i saw the t-mobile thing and then i was like oh i'm recording um i guess why i do this because i would i did want to record something like this for elena except my girlfriend but i wasn't going to you know i every time that there's no one to talk to like i feel like i can't confide in anybody you know like i wrote this thing that was like i want to fucking die so bad and there's nobody left to confide in and i know i shouldn't end a sentence in a preposition but that's not what this is about if you're focused on that you're like you're like grading my love letter you're like missing the point anyway (laughs) that happened in a play called up the down staircase the a kid, a student wrote a love letter, I guess, or something for the teacher, the English teacher, high school. And uh, the high school English teacher. Um, I This is up for debate, I guess, because I've only seen high school productions of it. So they're all bad. But my question would be, like, did the teacher, like, intentionally uh, misread the intention here? Or did they... Do they honestly not know? And what are the implications and repercussions of th- those you know, differing intentions? And I'm not saying whether or not he says or doesn't say if it was intentional or unintentional, but that's the choice for the actor playing the role to decide and you know, kind of discuss what are the consequences and ramifications emotionally for himself. Anyway, um, so the student writes a love letter And he either intentionally or unintentionally misreads the message because he's the English teacher, and so he grades the love letter. I also wrote a comic about this, where basically somebody, uh, I used to do this fucking dumb comic website. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's not, his comic is ironic. It's Sans comic, not Comic Sans. (sighs) shoot me in the face. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. So this thing, basically I wrote a suicide note and then it got graded It's the joke, but it's not a joke. It's whatever. So in Up the Down Staircase, um, the teacher grades the love letter and hands it back to her and like, doesn't approach it, you know, like, um, And she's, like, so embarrassed or whatever that that happened. And, um, I mean, I'm not sure what kind of response she thought she was going to get or wanted or whatever. I mean, I know what I would do in that situation. I would just let that student get to know me a little better, and they'd stop liking me real quick. (sighs) I've, uh, I've been teaching a long time. I've been teaching since I was like 19. Because I've been lying since I was 16, 15. Wait, when did I get the cops called on me for acting drunk in public? Yes, acting. Um, I don't know, it's was probably like 14 or 15. And I wanted attention. I don't know, I don't know, man. Anyway, fuck it. What were we talking about? Oh, another thing that the... Weedication does, the weed Weedahall, is it shortens, it kind of speeds up my refresh rate, you know, so when I'm normally, like, sober, I, I basically lose focus or my attention, my train of thought about every seven seconds, uh, and when I'm high, that happens much faster. It's probably about half that time, like three and a half seconds, and if you're like, oh, How are you able to have these long sentences uh, and, and thought processes of whatever it is I'm having and explaining or maybe you're like, who the fuck is this? There's nobody listening. Jesus. As I was saying. (laughs) um, Big Willie now here. So, uh, well, I guess William is the one who kind of has these processes. But anyway. uh, So I lose. It's like my RAM only goes for like seven seconds and when if I'm high, it's like three and a half. And you're like, well, how are you able to string any of these sentences together? And I say, because it's three seconds into the past, right? Oh, I think I was going to say, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, no, I get it. Like, I've been, I've heard this whole, this whole time. And, you know, you clearly have a problem in the brain. You should maybe have a gun, take a look at it. Um, saying it's three seconds in the past uh, or seven seconds in the past. So basically, if um, and how I've kind of calculated this is just by trying to count. So if I'm like, if I'm trying to count something, I'm like one, two, three, four, oh shit, five. Six, uh, what? You know, and, uh, like, that's not a, that's not, like, a real example because that's, like, a testing kind of paradox, right? It's, like, every time they've given me the, that memory test where they're, like, you know, person, man, woman, camera, TV, or whatever, um, I get, like, this adrenaline and I'm like, okay, I have to get this right. Otherwise, they're gonna be mad at me. You know, otherwise I'm in trouble. Um, so I always pass that. But then every time I try to tell the story of, I'm like, oh yeah, they asked me what the three things were. And they're like, what was the three things? And I was like, uh, uh, yellow, Colorado, and I don't know. I don't know the third one, you know what I mean? that is a real, that's, that's a real story. I, um, that when my case manager did that test with me, you know, like, um, if, uh, you know, if someone, at the beginning of the day, somebody had said, like, you know, yellow Colorado shoes, then I would be like, okay, yeah, I can remember that. And then you're going to ask me later and be like, oh, I have no idea. Um, uh, But since, you know, anyway, because if I know it's going to be on a test, that's how I got out of... My ticket out of my shitty life, um, house life, home life, you know, being a child of drug addicts and everything, was uh, education, right? When I got to go to school for the first time in the fourth grade... (laughs) um i was like oh shit! this is my ticket out of here you know like depending on i don't know depending on which part of my life people the teachers the whole school system were either like you're gifted you're retarded you're gift-hearted um but that that's not unusual in the american school system um and i agree with them i am quite gift-hearted or re-gifted um but that would imply that well, I mean, I am yeah, being divorced is kind of like being regifted, except like now I'm just a man in search of someone who wants a gift. Well, that's my ride. I don't know what's going on. Well, I think we fought it. So I think we lived. I'm home. I'm not home. I don't have a home anymore. I'm homeless. But I met my brother's again. Made it through another one, kids. Only infinity more to go.